0: Tim and Tom.
1: I
2: hate driving. I hate driving. I hate uh, responsibilities. I hate. Uh, responsibilities.
1: I hate yeah. thinking.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what my ideal day is? Mm. Sitting comfortably, being entertained by. Social media or
1: TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get that too. But at some point, I start getting antsy. I can't sit there and do that all day. Like no. I'll, I'll you're get, weak. Am I weak? Yeah. I'm you're weak. weak. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Stay committed.
1: <laughs> That's what you do. Stay
2: committed.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got, yeah. Anything worth doing is worth doing right
2: yeah you go a hundred percent if you're gonna be lazy you do it a hundred percent you don't
1: go, you don't just go in the paint
2: and do one activity in the day
1: one does not simply go into the paint one must go hard in the paint right right you yeah. know right Home you don't just go into in the, the paint you don't just, you you don't don't just, just go, get up do what now
2: Rome wasn't just built in a day. You just don't yeah. get to succeed whenever you want. You have right. to be determined and get mm-hmm. things done mm-hmm. and stay in that seat.
1: Yeah, you don't get this podcast uh, by just you know hooking up some microphones to a computer. You know? Oh, you have to have headphones. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's a bad analogy. So that's hey, tight. man, we've got we've got Tanner Masters of Atomic Fizz mm-hmm. on the show, man. Uh, Soda Kings of Kansas City. Here, I'm just going to call it now.
2: I like that, Turner. Yeah, yeah. They can take that. They can I mean, take it. Just, yeah. just give us a little TNT uh, like trademark logo mm-hmm. right on the bottom. But yeah, yeah, soda kings of Kansas City.
1: What would a Tim and Tom soda taste like?
2: Oh, I would probably say it's probably bitter. A, no, I would probably <laughs> say it has a great, great, refreshing uh, start. And then very disappointing and tarty at the end.
1: Yeah, just bitter and tart at the end, almost yeah. gloomy. If something could taste gloomy,
2: but right. initially it's hitting a home run. With oh you, yeah, right. So it's like this is so good. Like, this is great. And then, mm. Yeah, it's mm. probably the type of soda pop that uh, gives you a stomach ache.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say your stomach would probably hurt at the end of it. But hey, but you know. But not a packaging th- looks yeah. amazing. Right. Well maybe <laughs> maybe half of it I right. so look uh atomic fizz though will not leave you with any of these feelings they are amazing and the story that tanner starts telling us about who they are what they do uh what some of their mission is uh, it, it's great you, you guys will love that but tom yes how have you been man it's been two weeks since we've done tim and tom because we did the spanish announce table last week because it was survivor series which was super fun we don't got to get into too much of that but i mean how was your week
2: weekend whatever well i did watch the survivor series yeah. i watched uh their nxt program the night before i watched that was great uh, Raw, and smackdown all things fun all things entertaining uh and it's refreshing not to have to like analyze the details of mid-card matches anymore, so I like yeah, that as well. right. Uh, so I think I'm a little bit more happier watching the pro wrestling than what I used to be, so that was good. Uh, what else have I been up to? I went to a Friends Thanksgiving. Have you ever done one of those?
1: No. Friendsgiving? Oh, man.
2: Yeah, Friendsgiving. <laughs> yeah, Did no. that, and it was actually at the place that Emily used to work at. Uh, okay. So the mutual friend that introduced uh, me and Emily. Yeah, okay. Uh, They worked together, and the Friendsgiving party was at – it's called Travoy – was at Travoy. And so Emily was showing me her old uh, office space, and they were talking about coworkers and things like that. It was all great. But the side note and the most amazing thing, every one of these friends cooked like a 10 out of 10. So like the ham was amazing. The turkey was amazing. The – the barbecue, which was brought to us by All Fired Up, a guy named Tyler Harp runs this company. Mm-hmm. It is amazing barbecue. Check it out. We'll have him on the show here soon. It's called All Fired Up Barbecue. He brought in burn-ins and pork butt and all of this other fun, great stuff. And, oh, yeah. my God, did it taste amazing?
1: Would have went so- well with an Atomic fish soda.
2: It would have went amazing with the Atomic Fizz Soda. And I've actually had Atomic Fizz
1: Soda. Did you know that? Did I tell you that? I did not know that. You didn't
2: tell me So one thing that – because for people who aren't aware, we always do the interview first so that we can get our interview guest back to his his or her (laughs) day-to-day routine. And for this guy, once you hear his story, he's doing nine million things. So we wanted to get that out of the way for him. But I was thinking back – and I've actually had it because uh, I go up to the Independent Square a lot, and I go to Wild About Harry's, and I go to Clinton Soda Shop and things like that. And at Clinton Soda Shop, I think, if I remember correctly, they sell that drink there, and I tried it, and I liked it. And I think I had it at Wild About Harry's as well. Um, very good drink. Very, very tasty. Okay. All right. yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, I had the Friends Giving and that was fun. Uh, and then I'm not wearing my sling anymore on my shoulder, shoulder surgery, 2017 update. I don't wear yeah. a sling anymore. That's mm-hmm. uh, weird. Cause that's... now I have sore pain in places I never experienced before. Like my right shoulder blade is just so
1: sore. Uh, well, and, uh, when you're wearing a sling, uh, any pain or limitations you may be dealing with because of your, you know, recent surgery, people know instantly, right now mm-hmm. you're walking around being the weird guy hanging his arm down, right? Like, you're just, well, you know
2: what I do huh. Here, here's a low key tip for anyone that Ooh. is coming out of Ooh, a here's, swing.
1: here's some Tom advice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. what I do that no one's noticed yet is when I want my arm to be close to my body but not necessarily not necessarily in that sling
1: uh-huh. form. Yeah.
2: Put your hand in your pocket.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Put your that's hand good. In your yeah. Pocket,
2: and you're keeping your hand close to your body. Yeah. And for me, shoulder close to where I want it to be. Yeah. And then I'm just walking normal with my hand in my pocket.
1: Yep. Yep. And you just walk with your with that shoulder to the wall. Right. And nobody's gonna touch you. <laughs>
2: i don't necessarily <laughs> worry about people touching me okay i just worry about it like uh my shoulder flaring out and things like that yeah. i don't want it to move that much you don't, so want, I don't it want to move it
1: stationary yeah, so, well, yeah yeah exactly because it can't that's something like that man i can't imagine any movement at all No, I, it sucks because your necks connected like in there
2: That's another place that's really sore. My armpit, like putting deodorant on. Oh, Uh, God. That is a kick right in the pants every time.
1: Well, so, and, and, but something you don't think about, man. Well, you do now, but uh, your neck is connected to your shoulder. So when you try to move your neck and things like that, I mean, you're, you're, that's got to be.
2: Yeah, I learned that day one. The first time someone asked me a question, I looked the other way holy good night i had a heart attack in my butthole it hurt so bad it was the worst
1: holy yeah. good night i had a heart attack in my butthole so all right that's man what it felt like eventful I week. A
2: knee. i started seeing jesus it was scary man
1: an eventful week for tom man that's uh two weeks i guess yeah, that's but well, you're no, getting but better yeah yeah as and you're pain yeah pretty good and you're getting better and you're getting there uh no days off uh, as it were
2: right oh another quick uh, update shoulder surgery 2017 brr, 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 brr. <laughs> other than not having um my sling on I'm able to put on a t-shirt I don't have to wear the button ups anymore look at this see I'm wearing a t-shirt
1: yeah <laughs> that is fun
2: i put on my own t-shirt and that was great that is a small victory Ooh, that yeah, you cherish
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: tim and tom
1: i set some stuff on fire a couple weeks ago since we last you talked know, here you
2: know over the five years that i've known you that uh, doesn't shock me
1: that doesn't shock me no we had to well all right so we've talked about living out here on the on the ranch uh, mm-hmm. and i got this long driveway and it's been washed out from rain and uh, one day I was sitting there and I realized I also had a ditch by the road that was full of rocks. And I was like, well, I don't want those there. And then it hit me. I was like, well, I could put those in the in the holes in the road and then we can cover it with with new rock. So we decided to go rent like a Bobcat. I don't know how to run one of those. You know how to run one of those?
2: I've uh, operated a Bobcat five different times in my wow. life. So my okay. father- yeah, My father, uh, before he was retired, was a foreman on construction sites. And so from time uh-huh. to time, I used to visit him. And when like everyone was gone and he was kind of cleaning up, he would throw me the keys sometimes and let me start it up. And I'd pick it up and move yeah, it around. Sure. So I know how to
1: move it skeleton
2: basically move a a bobcat Mm -hmm. but not great at all it's very
1: hard yeah exactly and so thankfully we had a a friend of ours clayton come over and he's done this numerous times worked on uh, a friend's farm forever and uh he basically did all of it well now We were also, so he would scoop up a bunch of these rocks and then dump it in the back of his truck, and then we'd drive his truck up and down the road, and we'd be slinging these rocks into these large canyons that had been created by this washed-out rain over the years, so we just bought this area, so we're fixing something that had been not taken care of well for a long period of time, Uh, and at the same time, my wife says, hey, you know, while we're here, we got that propane torch, we might as well burn the ditch uh, you know what i mean that that needs to because you do that out there and sometimes you burn the areas and we yeah. have a pond dam that needs now to now
2: it's dawning on me i remember you sent me a video of this yeah, yeah that was
1: insane uh-huh so we set the pond dam on fire because we've got to get in there and cut the trees off of that thing so it chainsaw some of these trees off of there because it's bad on a pond dam to have trees the old the previous owner shouldn't have left them to grow on there and uh so we've got to take care of that and uh man it's been a lot of, of heavy, intense, uh, sweaty work. You know
2: what you should have done while you had the pond on fire is uh, shot a rap music video. Like You should have stood in front of it and started rapping like 8-mile. Spaghetti, I told, spaghetti.
1: I told our friends at the NWL, the National Wrestling League, who I'm sure we'll talk to at some point, I told them, I was like, hey, if you guys need any like outdoor, you need any wood shots, you need any like fireside shots, I got all that. You know what I mean? Just hit me up come on out, and shoot yeah. out. I was like, you know what I mean? I, why not? And I thought the same thing. I was like, man, we could do something with this. Well, we've got to set a whole bunch more on fire. There's more to come. Uh, my wife, uh, she, she's amazing, Tom. Uh, you know, this, you've met her. Uh, that, she's,
2: that almost started like a, like a comedy bit. My uh, wife, <laughs> my wife
1: uh, is so amazing. No, my wife is so amazing. I, I come home today, seriously. And, and she's, she had already went to the store and got all of our food for thanksgiving for tomorrow she had cleaned some of the house uh she'd got my daughter doing the dishes and her and my son had went out on that pond dam with the saw and had gone out there and cut more trees off uh while i was at work today uh i was just like man you know just she went out there just all like we're gonna go cut these trees down just toughed it out
2: did you give her a kiss on the cheek and a, a firm hug that says i appreciate you
1: um. Oh yeah. No, I told her everything. Like, of course, I was like, "This is amazing. I, I if I had my yeah. day off from work, I probably would have played PlayStation."
2: Right, and she's getting stuff yeah. done.
1: And she's out there chainsawing trees, going grocery shopping, uh, spending yeah. quality time chainsawing with my son. <laughs>
0: Tim and Tom.
2: Now, you know, if you gave her a kiss on the cheek and a nice firm hug to show your appreciation, uh, you would need to ask first because, as we're learning in the world of 2017, uh, do things with consent.
1: Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Man. Okay, so and this broke. We talked about it a little bit with the Harvey Weinstein stuff, and but it's and getting CK. it's more. But now and more.
2: we got to uh, a person who I respected and
1: yep. not that loved, was dumb. That was dumb of you.
2: Respected and definitely <laughs> always yep. listened to as yep. much as possible. Yep,
1: that was dumb and of Charles
2: you. Charles Rose.
1: Yeah, what a big name. I mean, gosh, what Louis C.K. was a big I... name too, but this is a big name.
2: This is a big name in the sense of – like with Louis C.K., He he's known for somewhat being lewd if you ever listen to his act, things like right. that. So even though it was surprising and shocking, it was also like, well, look at the the environment that he's in. Yeah. With Charlie Rose, it was more shocking because, one, he was so well-respected. He's so well-mannered. He's so well, uh, I guess, put together and, and mundane that it seems – out of character for him to do the things that he did so that got us to thinking we were talking about it off air so let's just bring it up now charlie rose it 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 shocked me because i watch 60 minutes i watch uh pbs i watch his cbs uh morning show right i watch all the stuff yeah and now i'm like man i loved his interview style and i still do his interview style is remarkable. His interview that he last did with Steve Bannon was just Mwah, Good. Yeah, he sure. put He's Steve great. Bannon in the corner and yeah. made that little gremlin sweat you know, bacon grease and so it was amazing but now I look at him in a different light. So we were talking, who would be the person, and I guess I'll, I'll pose it to you first and then I'll uh-huh. answer afterwards but who would be the person that if I said that man or woman is not the type of person or has the character qual- qualities that mm-hmm. you're actually thinking yeah. that person the,
1: has. the way I read or, re- or heard the question uh, from you is basically that like what celebrity would you be heartbroken if you yep. heard that they uh, were exposed for something terrible like that, right? Raping, uh, sexual harassment, uh, domestic abuse right like these right. horrific and not just in
2: one things. instance where right. it's like a a, a faulty right. You cereal know. right yeah
1: they started a puppy prostitution ring right like what right, like that. right. so i asked my wife this too because i was trying to think i was like who because i'm so skeptical and just cynical and old that i just don't i'm never surprised right i was you said like oh i looked up to him and i was like well that was dumb I mean, yeah you know i'm just like you know it's just yeah, like every right? the mighty always the, the mighty always fall you know but I, it got me thinking okay so personally uh, we know i'm a big k-state fan right and K-State's head coach, Bill Snyder, is a big, you know, do it right, uh, you know, even to his own detriment guy. If I found out, he, they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, he rapes dogs. You know, you'd just be like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? you just lose it. Like, I don't know what I would think. Uh, a guy like maybe Bernie Sanders, right? There you go. That's so, what I thought you were going to go with. So, like, there's – because – and regardless of – let's say it's your uh, – you don't even agree with him. Let's say you – wholeheartedly disagree with everything bernie sanders says politically i don't think anybody views him as doing it in a sinister plot they just there's this old guy who really thinks this is a great thing right and he's really trying hard to help people whether he's misguided or, or whether you love him right like i think everybody thinks he's just like the most coming from the most honest place ever but and yeah if you well, found yeah, out like he's if you like found a out yeah. that
2: his foundation was actually just going into his personal bank account yeah, like that would probably, right would that wreck you
1: I, I don't think it would – I mean, it. it I think it would – Bum you
2: out for a week.
1: It would bum me out. I don't know about a week. It would bum me out. It would surprise me. But I don't think I would be like, this can't be true. It would just be like, oh, well, Jesus. Man, what? You know what I mean? be like, are you serious? Like, like oh. For me, yeah. For me, it would be
2: if – I said Jeter initially. Mm-hmm. If Jeter got caught with steroids.
1: My wife said Oprah. So there's oh, that. Oh, I hate Oprah. God. That's, you you Jeter want is her to be Dr.
2: Oz and Doctor Phil. Really? We've thinking she's a
1: beacon you, of character. You want something bad to come out about Oprah. I kinda yeah. do too. I kinda do too. Well All just
2: right. like, <laughs> look at the people she's introduced i know it,
1: yeah i feel like that's horrific in, in its own right that she should You're be right, yeah uh, she's already been exposed right
2: yeah she <laughs> introduces pseudoscience like dr oz and dr phil yeah these two <clears throat>
1: doctors oh yeah yeah
2: do- they're doctors like dr j's a doctor <laughs> anyhow
1: hey man uh, john cena's a doctor of thugonomics
2: hey and then if you uh don't, if you want to uh, get another drink other than Atomic Fizz, get a Dr. Pepper.
1: You know yeah, what I'm saying? You shouldn't want to get a drink other than an Atomic Fizz.
2: True. But, yeah, so I was going to say Jeter initially, but now that I was starting to think about it, because we phrased this question to a, each other a couple mm-hmm. days ago when the Charlie Rose thing broke, and I was thinking, like, man, actually, I wouldn't be that shocked because in that era of Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, it almost wouldn't shock me if it was, like, a season that he was recovering from an injury, kind of like Andy Pettit, where he took something to get back into the game. Uh, but, like, then I started thinking, if Ozzie Smith or yeah. Cal Ripken Jr.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Like, yeah. those,
2: those like, honest Abe type of characters. Uh-huh. That would, that would, oh that would suck if they were cheating the entire time. And then I was thinking, like, more legit things. Not to say that that's not a legit, you know, uh, lack of character but mm-hmm. you know we were talking about sexual assault sexual assault and then taking steroids in a baseball game are two completely different things so I was thinking more so like who would like bum me out if it was like a mm-hmm. real thing and the first person and kind of the only person that came to my mind for the longest period of time Tom Hanks
1: yeah, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks came oh. out
2: and was like grabby touchy feely oh I would Mm -hmm. be so bummed. Mm -hmm. Forrest Gump, Philadelphia, saving private Ryan. Yeah. Apollo thirteen.
1: If seventeen women came forward with with tales from three decades of of sexual harassment. Yeah. And and even forced you know what I mean? Like just you'd be like, What the f Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Hanks.
2: I love Tom Hanks.
1: Mm -hmm. Everybody loves Tom Hanks.
2: He has a new book out about typewriters, for goodness sake.
1: I don't think you've ever, ever in your life heard somebody honestly say, ah, man, I don't like Tom Hanks.
2: Yeah, you might say, like, and you'd be insane and need to be committed. But, like, if you said, like, Forrest Gump's not a good movie, like, I get it. But Tom Hanks, the guy? man yeah all the great things he's done for the military all the great things he's done for military history and american history, Mm. preserving all of those things and he's such a nice guy
1: quick sidebar uh i was talking with my daughter randomly we were you know doing something else and kind of having a conversation like making dinner or something i can't remember what was going on exactly but uh forrest gump got brought up somehow and i Mention it. Uh, the
2: greatest movie of all time.
1: So I said, okay. I said, ah, oh, great movie. And I was like, have you seen Forrest Gump? And I was like, do you know what Forrest Gump is? She goes, I know what it is, but I, I've never seen it because I've heard people mention it, you know. And I've heard it like I know it's a big movie, you know what I mean? And I was like, I was like, well, you have to watch it. It's a great movie. And then I began to think she wouldn't probably get any of the references hardly at all. Like she oh, may yeah, she, she may would. recognize some of the presidents, but. no
2: you know why she would get it, I think? is because everything that's covered from a historical perspective is still taught in history classes today.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, well, here's a science experiment. I'll just watch it with her. And I won't yeah. say anything. I'll just watch it. It was a
2: 1994 Academy Award winner for amazing uh, movie. movie of the year. Huh? Uh, yep. Tom Hanks won his second consecutive best actor. I know everything about that movie. So then, okay.
1: I- so you, you're so... Uh, you're so you latch onto this. You love this movie. You know everything about it. You're ready to to spit out every mm-hmm. information you know about it. Tomorrow you find out that Tom Hanks what has Tom Hanks done? Tom Hanks has been keeping somebody in his basement for two years. And you know, what I mean it's been a missing person that they haven't found from States Away. Now what? I'd cry. Uh, would you cry? Man. Yeah, Tom Hanks. I'd
2: cry. It's I'd probably obvious. cry. I'd probably feel uh, hurt and rejected, even though I don't know this person. I feel like I have uh, a one-sided relationship where I know him very well, and then
1: yeah. I would feel duped,
2: and then I would feel skeptical and upset with the rest of society. Well, and I'd you probably did hate
1: you you did uh, you probably hate me? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, no and and either. and he sullied the Tom name. I mean, come on, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> Tom! Why did you do that, Tom? Why'd you Tom?
2: Why'd you hurt the Toms, Tom? Yeah, second most famous Thomas of all time.
1: This is supposed to... Well, see? And then you would move up a, a notch. Right.
2: Or are you already I'm number one? Thomas
1: Jefferson. No, you, Thomas Jefferson. Oh, Thomas Jefferson. And then, so yeah, now you're number two.
0: Tim and Tom.
1: People should get at us on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. We're at Tim and Tom KC. Tell us what you guys... What Who would break your heart? Uh, I'm interested to hear what other people... Who wouldn't uh, break your
2: heart? Hold on, yeah. who wouldn't break your heart? Like you would like, yes, knew that guy was in it.
1: Oh, Kid Rock. Uh, <laughs> 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 right? That just popped into my head. i like, that guy's sleazy. All right, so then... <laughs> Man, you didn't even... <laughs> No man I don't like that guy at all And then uh, with the <laughs> I mean he makes some good songs uh, Way back in the day One or two maybe That were hey, largely that? good at the time But <laughs> uh,
2: that one song <laughs> Where it started off with My name is Kid
0: <laughs> Tim and Tom
2: Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. Right you ever seen it
1: I, I mean pictures
2: but have you ever been there? No, it sucks.
1: Kay? I've heard it's, it's I've heard, sucks. I've heard it, it is vastly underwhelming.
2: It is the most underwhelming yeah. thing I've ever well, seen. Well, I heard because it's really far away, right? It's not you that can't... far away, but it's only 60 feet tall. And for being such a bull, it's not that big, anyhow. Oh, so, so it's,
1: it's George
2: Washington, it, yeah, right, first yeah. president, Abe Lincoln, slaves, yeah. right, oh, Thomas yeah. Jefferson, uh. Declaration of Independence right those yeah. three all make sense Teddy Roosevelt why is he mm-hmm. on there You know why
1: yeah no I don't but do you know the Exact I mean I know it's a BS reason I remember hearing
2: he was friends With the sculptor yeah <laughs> That's why he's on there So when we talk about like The Mount Rushmore of people we need To have like three Beacons of industry or Society and then just like a, a Fan
1: favorite <laughs> Well, yeah yeah or or just your president just a just a guilty pleasure personal favorite of yours because you're the sculptor right right yeah
2: and he was friends with
1: yeah can we not now all get together and be like all right cool we really love mount rushmore right but like all right we own it right it's part of the national park system cool we can kind of shave back teddy roosevelt and put somebody else on there or maybe just shave him off right maybe we just leave now, the other three guys teddy roosevelt's awesome like, <laughs> Oh, of course yeah luckily,
2: yeah luckily it wasn't like uh a, a, a tyler
1: wasn't warren or, g harding or something uh, um, yeah,
2: yeah i'm trying to think of it, it was not tyler, like a tyler yeah. or a quincy adams yeah not, quincy adams
1: was really great too uh, but
2: it wasn't like one of those lame duck ones, right? right. It was He was like legit. But it,
1: it wasn't Grover Cleveland. Yeah, even though Grover Cleveland was pretty cool too. Was it? Um, yeah, you listen yeah. to Presidential, huh? I need to listen to this podcast.
2: Yeah, I listen to Presidential. I also have a great book. If you like uh, president uh, Presidential uh, History and a little humor, get the book by Daniel Bryan called How to Fight Presidents. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fantastic book. Anyhow, get that for Christmas.
0: Tim and Tom.
1: We're Kansas City Chiefs fans here. And uh, <laughs> Marcus Peters is a Kansas City Chief. And his mentor, cousin, uh, you know, uh, great friend is Marshawn Lynch, who we love. Uh, Marsha I love Lynch Marshawn Lynch. Great. He's great. And so uh, Donald Trump, the president of the United States of America, says of these here United States. He says on his Twitter, which he's been, you know, he he's known for tweeting just all kinds of fun stuff, right? Just weird stuff, angry stuff. Just tweets a lot does Donald Trump. And he tweets out
2: yeah, his current his mm-hmm. current uh, fascination is Lavar Ball mm-hmm. because that's who he needs to be obsessed Maybe with. Maybe right we
1: now. should each episode we should read the the most recent tweet from Donald Trump, and I bet we could find something entertaining to talk about each week. <laughs> we do this, but yeah, we probably get I mean, angry when
2: you're a man child and you and, just tweet out random thoughts while your brain is deteriorating. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get a lot we of weird probably,
1: things. Probably make this a very angry podcast. So maybe we won't do that. Maybe that was a bad idea, Tim. Marshawn Lynch this is what Donald Trump says in his tw- in his uh, tweet. It says Marshawn Lynch of the NFL's Oakland Raiders, right? Not the NBA's Oakland Raiders or the, or, you know, whatever else. (laughs) Says, uh, he stands for the Mexican anthem and sits down to booze for our national anthem. Great disrespect. Next time, NFL should suspend him for remainder of season. Attendance and ratings way down. So, first of all, I just, I, I mean, I get Twitter is about brevity, but. I don't know. Just the way he, the attendance and ratings way down. Uh, like okay, thanks. Yeah, as if we all turned there.
2: off the the channel because of Marshawn Lynch standing for the Mexican national anthem and sitting yeah. for the national anthem. So
1: like where, it. so where it gets even funner is Marcus Peters again. Marshawn Lynch came to Marcus Peters' aid uh, when they were competitors on the field and a fight <laughs> broke out, and so Marcus Peters ain't shy about standing up for Marshawn Lynch even to the president of these here in the United States and he responded he says what's going on big dog <laughs> this is great he says I know we got a lot that needs to be talked about how about we set we set up a set down with you, me at Money Lynch, Marshawn Lynch and more and we talk about some shit. Okay so Tom yeah." First of all, and Marcus Peters later followed this up too, and even was like, "Just want to talk." Like you know, and he was probably like somebody was like going to
2: hit you. Somebody
1: was like, "Yo, man, <laughs> why did you tweet that to the president? What is wrong with you?" And uh, he's he probably was like, "What? I was just saying we should talk." Um, this. Uh, what do you think? This is my question here. What do you think we might hear at a roundtable meeting with Donald Trump? Marcus Peters and Marshawn Lynch. We could even probably toss Marcus Peters uh, out of it. Uh, you know what I mean? He's a chief and he started this is what brought him into. But the fun dialogue would be between Marshawn Lynch and Donald Trump.
2: No, I, I like to think of it as a three-way conversation because yeah. I would like to see uh, Marshawn and Marcus Peters would have such a interesting dialect. and True. Uh, Conversation amongst themselves that yeah. Trump would literally be most likely disrespected and he wouldn't even know what he's being said.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. He would not even understand what's good, what's bad. Yeah. Exactly. He wouldn't be able he to make sense of because. it. I want this on national TV.
2: Well, yeah. If you ever watch Marshawn's Facebook uh, show called No Filter, uh, you can only imagine what he would say to the president. And obviously, watching. Uh, all of Trump's moves, you could imagine what he would say in kind. Um, I would think, yeah, I would think it would start out very hostile and tense, but I think eventually they would find some type of common ground on maybe something that they both like. And I think that eventually they would have a cordial conversation that would end in a disrespectful comment from one side to the other that was taken not well or not in the right way that the other – Person was speaking, and then it would probably end up in like a "You get out of here! You get out of here!" Secret Service takes down Marshawn Lynch, and we've never seen Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yeah, <again. right.
1: laughs> man. And this is kind of the most vocal we're getting. We know Marcus Peters and kind of what he stood for, but this is the most we're getting out of him verbally. And I mean, he's confronting the president of the United That's his States. His family.
2: Why so much is his family? Mm-hmm.
1: I would do that. And I mean, not for like, you, but maybe someone well, else. Yeah, right. Yeah, not for you.
0: Tim and Tom.
1: We're having a conversation with my daughter, and we're she's 13, and so we're kind of we're doing the parent thing. We're kind of checking in with her on her social media use and things like that, and making sure things are appropriate and stuff. And she's got some friends, and she had mentioned. Uh, something about it. she goes. Oh, I'll just tell insert friend's name here. Forget which one. uh To just go into our account and post a or whatever, so we keep our streaks alive or whatever. And I was like, wait a minute, you what? Our account? And she was like, yeah. She was like, I have a, a joint account with you know whatever her friend's name was. And I was like, why? You know, it's like why do you have a joint account on a social media site with your friend? And she was like, I don't know. And she's like, why? And I was like, that's weird. She's like, it's not weird, and I was like, yes, it is. It would be like if I had an Instagram with Tom. Okay, never mind. It's like ne- <laughs> never mind. Go ahead. I was I always like, Go think in your-.
2: married couples. If it's a joint account, I yeah. always my first thought and my first question I want to ask is who cheated.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> I like so that. So who cheated? Who cheated? No, I, okay. yeah, that's a fun one. No, but seriously, because as soon as I said, I was like, it'd be like if me and I called you T Mac. I was like, it'd be like if I had one with T Mac, and she was like, you do, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've got several, actually. Was that like like a
2: podcast (laughs) where we like try to promote an entertainment brand that we're trying (laughs) to spread to the mass media?
1: Yeah, so... What you're doing with yours. Yeah, so instantly my wall of of authority just crumbled at my feet right there, and I was like, all right, cool, go ahead, yeah, tell her whatever.
2: What you should have followed it up with is, do as I say, not as I do.
1: You shut your mouth when you're talking to me
0: tim and tom
1: let's move on then how we could probably uh you got anything else man before we take a break we talk to tanner no, masters of atomic fizz this I'm is thirsty. uh this is uh yeah i'm thirsty I, I need to rush out and get an atomic fizz myself and uh and then maybe uh that's it maybe we should go do a live video of us uh Doing a taste test of some Atomic Fizz somewhere. That'll be fun. Ooh, I'm
2: definitely down for that.
1: Yeah. Because uh, we can do that because we take no days off.
2: Right? Yeah. Hashtag no days off.
1: Another great song by the Royal Chief. Check him out, theroyalchief.com. And we're going to take a break, and come back, and talk to Tanner Masters, Atomic Fizz. When we come fun
2: back. To- oh, yeah. 100,000 mobile phones are dropped down the toilet in Britain every year they trying to grasp on the turf and in the grass. Only came to run the game. I let you take take a pass. Hold up. Can never slow up. I show up and make this helpful go up. Thinking back, I'll scheme
1: preteen and eating.
0: Tim and Tom.
2: I love soda. I yeah. love sodas of all kinds, right? Mm-hmm. I love the Dr. Peppers, even though I don't think it's an actual doctor. I love the Mr. Pibbs, even though I've never met him. I love the Coca-Colas. <laughs> I love the Pepsis. You I never love met- the Sprites.
1: Wait, you haven't met Mr. Pib
2: No. I see that around? guy
1: all the time. I see that guy all the time.
2: Yeah, well, I haven't met him. So okay. getting back to what I guess my long-formed point is, is I love soda. Yeah. And I love Uh, local businesses, and we found out that there is a local soda company right here in the Kansas City Metro, and uh, we have the president talking to us now. Tanner, are you with us? Yes, I am. Awesome, man. Well, hey, let's just get right into it. Okay, so it's Atomic Fizz Soda. Is that correct? That is correct. All right, so tell us about Atomic Fizz. Where did it come about? How did it come about? Why did it come about? Give us everything you know about Atomic Fizz right now.
3: <laughs> all right, well, it started off about about a year and a half ago now. It was me and a bunch of my friends from high school. We had all just started college. We were finishing up our freshman year in college, and we were in a group chat because a lot of us didn't go to the same school at that time. And I had come home for the summer and I was cleaning out my garage and I just got to thinking because, you know, my mind likes to wander <laughs> about all the cool, cool, uh, companies that had started out of garages in America. And so I messaged a group chat. I was like, guys, you know what? We should start a business. We should start a company in my garage. Let's figure out what we can do. And we tossed around ideas. Some of them were pretty ridiculous for quite a while and then eventually someone said, hey, we should try making our own soda pop. And this was something we were interested in because we had done things like this before, you know, we'd show up at school with different mixed drinks from Quick Trip and people would ask us what what we had made and then they would go and try it and they liked it. Uh, Just a month before we had tried making our own soda just to drink one night amongst each other and so me, Mark and Antonio, we went to the grocery store, bought a bunch of different flavors, extracts, sodas, anything we could think of. And we get to my house about 11 o'clock at night, and we're going until 3 a.m. just mixing all kinds of different stuff. And by the time 3 a.m. rolls around, we're sick to our stomachs nearly, and we say, okay, we're going to try one more flavor. And if this doesn't work, we're just going to call it quits. (laughs) We mixed one last flavor. It, it tasted okay. We were like, this could be it. Then we tweaked a little bit, and we said, this is it. We got to let other people try it to see what they think. Right. So we started letting other people try it, friends and family first. They're saying they love it. And we're like, okay, maybe we got something here. And then Mark, he's working at Red Lobster at the time. He's uh talking to some people at his table and they just opened their own business in Grand Valley. It's called Fantastic Balloons. And they were saying we should come to our come to their grand opening and sample it to all the people coming through. Mm-hmm. So we did that. That was really our first kind of this is gonna this is this could be something. So we yeah. go to that grand opening, we're giving out samples and people are wanting to place orders right then and there. Which of course at that time We didn't have any way of bottling soda or anything like that, so we couldn't actually sell them anything. Mm -hmm. But we were like, okay, so let's, let's see where we can take this. So we met a lot of people there, got a lot of connections, and we're talking to the Blue Springs Chamber of Commerce and a bunch of other people, and then we find out that there's a bottling company that's starting up in Independence, same way we are, and they've already got their bottling line, and they're ready to start selling their stuff. And they were actually a friend of our vice president, or uh, our vice president, Sam Haycock. He's, he's a family friend, so we went and talked to him. We got a tour, and then he offered to allow us to co-package with them. And so now we've got this co-packager. We've got people who want to buy. We've got a good flavor going. Now we've got to start trying to raise some money. And we're all poor college students. So this isn't obviously isn't the easiest thing in the world to do. You're right. So we all scrape together as much money as we possibly can, which is only about 300 bucks per person. And then another family friend comes along and he's seen what we're doing. He wants to get in on it. So he offers to buy us the glass bottles. Okay. So now at this point we have just enough money to get our first run going, just enough bottles. We had about 17,000 bottles at that time. Now we've gone through those. So we go in, we bottle, we start selling at Blue Springs Fall Fun Fest last September, 2016. People are coming up to us just to try it. They're loving it. And then uh, we get into our first store, which is on the Independence square, all things independence. And then we kind of stop for a second. We're like, wow, we just started our own business.
1: Let me dial you back a little bit here. When this idea comes in, you're thinking about the garage and the crazy businesses that start, and you're in a group chat and you reach out to your friends. Uh, did some of them just think you were insane and try to blow you off immediately? Or is this like, ah, here's another idea from Tanner here? Or, I mean, how do you sell? Hey, I've got it. Everybody come around, soda. Right? I mean, how does that go, go across?
3: Almost exactly like you said, oh, great. Here's another idea from Tanner. But, <laughs> okay. I mean, this is something we as a group of friends have kind of always done is some crazy idea of trying to start a YouTube channel. or We always have these big ideas that we try to follow through with, and they were, they were kind of on board just to begin with, just because summer's starting, we want to have something to do over the summer, so why not? Let's try it out.
2: Is this your first business or do you have a business background? I mean, because to start a business nowadays, especially because of lawsuits and copyrights and all of that, like you have to know your your P's and Q's. So do you have a background in that or is this just something where like I have ambition and I'm just going to do it?
3: Yeah. So none of us had a background in business. None of us are uh-huh. at the time were even majoring in business. And so we had no idea what we we're doing. So basically we just had to ask the people we, had, we got connections with through the Blue Spring Chamber of Commerce, uh, our our friend, uh, his his dad's uh, friends with a lawyer. So we're asking him questions whenever he can help us out. So it was there was a lot of mistakes made at the beginning because we have absolutely no business background. Mm, yeah. But they weren't well, fatal mistakes and we learned a lot.
2: Well, tell us a little bit about what you learned when – you were making those mistakes. What was kind of that first eye opening experience where you're like, okay, we're actually going to have to understand what we're doing here.
3: First eye opening mistake. Hmm, probably when we tried bottling our second flavor, we were, we rushed into it. Uh, we, we just kind of ordered, ordered the flavor figured order a few thousand labels get these bottles going and then turns out we had i guess we'd purchased the wrong kind of syrup so it wasn't coming out of the syruper Mm. and we kind of bottled 200 bottles and the the flavor was actually clear so we had no idea that we were bottling stuff that wasn't that didn't have any syrup so it's just bottles of carbonated water and so we had wasted all that product and we were like, we took a step back for a second. We we're like, we clearly rushed way too quickly into this. Mm-hmm. We had we didn't take the time to look into what we were doing here, and so we, we need to be careful with things like this going ahead
2: before you got to your your taste testing you know with the family and friends and things like that after you guys were like this you know this flavor right here is pretty good did anyone want to make more changes before you unveiled it you know because i know when like I do a a project or something like that. I I like it. But then before I unveil it to friends and family, things like that, I like do a double take and like make sure all everything's good. Did you guys do anything like that? Or were you like, you know what? We're just going to run with this flavor. We like it. We hope everyone else does.
3: That night, 3 a.m., we had made one simple tweak to it. And this whole time we were going along, we were writing down the exact measurements of these flavors just in case, you know, one of them was good. And we could recreate it. So we did that one tweak, and then we said, this is it. We went, we recreated it. We let all the other guys try it. They said, yeah, this is the one. This doesn't need. After that one change, that was it. And then we started taste testing, and everybody else said the same thing. How would you
2: describe that flavor? Like, for for the people that are listening that haven't had this original flavor, what's it like? Is it comparable to another drink? So the interesting
3: thing about our unique flavor is that every single person who tries it says that they taste something different. So we, I've had a friend who says it tastes like can, cotton candy. We've had someone who said it tastes like cherry Coke. Uh, anything across the board that you can think of, I think it tastes like Skittles. Um, but a lot of people, I'm they, sold. Kind of, they look love. at the color, and then they try it, and they kind of think it, it tastes like a citrusy cream soda, although personally I don't taste any sort of cream in it at all.
1: You know, I tell you, I, I, I'm sold on if it tastes like any and or all of these things. This sounds great. <laughs> yeah. So, so, okay. So, how many just horrific things did you try during this taste testing? Pro- like, were was there a time where you're like, "All right, that's it. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going home. This was a stupid idea. I'm not taking another drink."
3: Yeah. So probably the most horrible and memorable thing that we tried had to have been a mint soda and it was just straight mint. We put, uh, I think Mark said he just had a drop of mint extract and carbonated water and he tried it and he was gagging. And I mean, it (laughs) was just, it was so strong It had tasted like you had just brushed your teeth. It was, they burned going down and we we almost quit after that point (laughs) because we almost threw up.
2: So a breakfast soda. You guys were trying to make a breakfast soda. <laughs> yeah. No, I, Tanner, I, I wanted to ask, so Atomic Fizz Soda, w- w- what's in the name? How did that come about? Is that another thing where we're writing down 15 names and this one's stuck, or do, is there a meaning behind the, the name?
3: Well, we kind of, when we were mixing all these flavors, we kind of kind of took the joke that we were chemists, you know, dealing with all this, and uh originally we had the name as Atomic Soda Pop, kind of dealing with the combination or the fusing of flavors, which actually one of our slogans is taste of fusion. So eventually we came up with the word atomic. And then I was working at High Boy Burgers at the time, and my boss actually suggested that we use Atomic Fizz. We're like, oh, wow, that's a lot better. So we just went with Atomic Fizz at that point.
1: So then how do you guys start thinking up now? Okay, we've, we've had to taste test. We've had to figure out uh, how to bottle these things. We've had to do this. Okay, now we've had to figure out a name. Now, what do we market it? Like, how do we design it? How do we brain it? How did that process work out?
3: I don't know if you guys have seen some of our original uh, labels or logos. They were pretty crude. Okay. But as as we go along and we meet more people, you know, we met a graphic designer, and now he's helping us, and he's designing all of our – our logos and our labels and he's really helped uh, transform the brand into more of a, almost like a chemistry type thing. And now our label has an atom with all the electrons and stuff moving around it when originally it was just a, you know, nuclear biohazard symbol, which was extremely crude at the time. Sure. But I guess just as you go along, the more people you meet, the more that are willing to help, the more your brand's going to transform.
1: I'm looking at your website here, too, right now, and I'm, I'm reading the page about that you call Our Story. And I like your mission here. I want to read it out here. It says, to redefine America's greatest beverages, to act with integrity and honesty at all times, and to run a financially stable and profitable company. While promoting business practices that respect the environment, I mean that's making a, a statement
3: there. How did you guys come to that? Originally, we had glass bottles because that was the simplest way for us to begin bottling. But right. we started—I started doing a research project at school at the time about sustainable packaging. And glass bottles are two times more likely to be recycled. They can be recycled an unlimited amount of times. And so we kind of sat down for a minute and we're like if we had the option to move to plastic, would we ever do that? And we decided no, because plastic is so harmful to our environment and mm-hmm. something that we're we're very passionate about is protecting our environment. And so with our business, that's something we want to protect as well to kind of help that effort in into- the protecting and creating a clean environment across the globe
2: you guys have mentioned or excuse me i should say you have mentioned that you guys are are doing class projects and stuff like that are you guys still in school and trying to run this business
3: on top of that are you guys like dual responsible in this in in that sense me mark and sam and again sam's the vice president mark's the director of marketing we're all still in school right now we're full-time students Uh we've got part-time jobs and we're out there running this business so we're we're pretty busy as it as it just so happens to turn out
2: how do you describe to us what a day is like to try to work with atomic fizz because this isn't from what i'm understanding from the website and, and things like that and kind of what you've talked about this isn't necessarily just like out of your garage you're actually being sold in stores so talk to us a little bit about what it looks like to be a student, work a part-time job, and oh, I'm the president of Atomic Fizz Soda? What's your day like?
3: Uh, I actually live part-time in Warrensburg. I've got an apartment there (laughs) with Mark. And so a lot of the times I'm going to class 9 a.m. As soon as I'm done with class, I'm hopping in my car, I'm driving to Kansas City to take care of whatever sort of business or meeting we got to take care of there. A lot of the times I'm grabbing soda from the storage shed and delivering it to different stores or I'm calling Antonio and asking him to pick up some soda and deliver it. So typically throughout the day, it's pretty hectic. I'm, I am spend a lot of time on the road back and forth from Casey to Warrensburg, but I mean, I, I enjoy every minute of it. It's just crazy trying to deal with all this at once.
1: I imagine. Sure. Do you sleep?
3: Yeah. Normally I don't sleep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: it's good to be young. So are you like, I would imagine a guy and I'm assuming you go to central Missouri. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, that's correct.
2: So are you like the talk of the class? I mean, I went to central Missouri and there wasn't too many small business owners that I was sitting next to in yeah. class. So are you the guy like slinging sodas out when it's midterms or, or what's your classes like?
3: Uh, yeah. A lot of the times I kind of just don't really tell anybody. Um, cause I don't. I don't know why. It's just I'll wear a T-shirt or something, and someone will ask about it, and then I'll tell them, and then they'll tell the rest of the class. But a lot of the times, I'm. I'm just. I'm not too concerned with telling everybody in the class at the time because I don't know. Sometimes on, I don't like man. to be the center of attention, you know. But. Right.
2: Well, Tanner, take some advice from me here. I went to central Missouri. I know those teachers are easily influenced. So next time you want to B to go to an A, you know, <laughs> sling them some Atomic Fizz soda here. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's ramp it up here. That's what yeah. you do as
3: a small business owner. We're actually working on getting into a few places into Warrensburg and then talking to some people at UCM about it. So I'm not too quiet about it. so what's that growth strategy like i mean you
1: guys sit down and plot certain areas out or are you getting ideas from somebody where hey this would be a good route to get into how does that work
3: well a lot of times when when we're meeting with one another we kind of have to sit down and discuss all right what is our inventory looking like what can we handle due to time constraints and who can we deliver to and uh we've decided that Okay, well, we'll go to this area, we'll try and talk to these local business owners at these different businesses, or we'll go to Hy-Vee Gas, talk to them about selling it in their stores. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's just what can we handle as a business right now so we aren't grow- growing too quickly, but also still growing. In those moments that you
1: guys have to sit down and kind of you know map these things out, how do you get this many people to sit down? Are you still using the group chat uh, to your benefit this day?
3: Yeah, we we still we still have a group chat with all of our friends because a few a few of our friends aren't a part of the business either anymore, never were to begin with. But then we also we still have a business group chat, and then we try and find times to sit down uh, once a week to talk strictly our business you know where can we go from here what do we all need to be working on and a lot of the times we can meet in person to do that but uh sam he goes to school in iowa up Drake, so a lot of times he's on the phone or video call with us during that weekly meeting
2: so atomic fist soda are we still at one flavor or do you have multiple flavors uh, what's that process been like
3: So right now in stores we're selling the one original flavor, uh, however we have announced our second flavor. It was actually created by a 13-year-old girl. She was a fan of ours. Uh, She came to our one-year celebration and we were allowing people to mix sodas together just to kind of see what it was like when we first did it. And she created the flavor that we thought was good enough, so uh, she won the contest, so to say. And so now we, we've announced that we're going to be selling her flavor soon. It's called Rainbow Drizzle. And I know originally I said Atomic Fizz tastes like Skittles in a bottle, but this tastes exactly like Skittles in a bottle. We had everybody write down the recipes and how exactly they made it. And I right. looked at hers and I said, she she called this Rainbow Drizzle. I said, I I, I want to taste it because that's an awesome name. We could make that look awesome on a label. Now I want to see if it tastes awesome. And so we mixed it together and I was like absolutely blown away at how good it was and so we called their dad immediately and said all right we're gonna we have to bottle this don't tell her we're gonna surprise her she's gonna come into the house one day open the fridge and see bottles with her label on it and her name on it so we we actually have a youtube video up on our youtube page uh that show that has we filmed her reaction of it all and she was so excited about it, and then we asked her dad if it'd be okay if we could every ten cents of every bottle sold from that flavor, if we could put towards a college fund for her. So,
1: wow! So, this is amazing. So, okay, so you mentioned the YouTube page. Let's plug that. Let's get the, get all the other plugs out. You obviously you got Atomic. Uh, what's what's the website here? It's AtomicFizz dot com. What? Where else can we find you?
3: So Twitter is Atomic is Twitter dot com slash Atomic Soda Pop because unfortunately the Atomic Fizz at name was taken. Mm. But Facebook.com slash Atomic Fizz, Instagram, our at name is at Atomic Fizz. And then our YouTube, I believe it's just YouTube.com slash Atomic Fizz. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's that great.
2: is awesome, man. You guys are really doing a lot of great stuff, and it sounds like you guys all have a good head on your shoulders, trying to help out the environment with the bottling. Obviously, now you're uh, helping a thirteen year old girl kind of realize her dream at this time of having her own soda. So it sounds like you guys are doing a lot of amazing things. I guess the last question we have is: is there what's the what's the future look like for for Atomic Fizz?
3: Future for Atomic Fizz? It's something we've been discussing a lot lately. Um, We're actually talking with another bottler right now, one that can handle a lot more capacity. And so hopefully we're planning on talking to a few distributors and seeing if we can't get this atomic fizz out nationally.
2: Wow, man. So I got to ask just a quick follow-up on that then. So if this goes nationally, are we, and I'm speaking as you, are you still going to be, full-time student, part-time job, and president of a company? Because that seems like then you're going to be at max capacity.
3: Well, I'd like to think that if we did go nationally, I wouldn't have to have the part-time job part. But uh, right.
1: yeah.
3: we've, we've discussed that if if it is absolutely necessary, I would leave school for a short time to continue running this. We hire a few people to help us run it full-time and then I can go back to school because I still have every intention of finishing school and getting at least one degree at least and what one. are you majoring in right now i'm com- majoring in computer science
2: well yeah because soda pop and computer science totally yeah, makes man, sense you <laughs> no, i'm only joking all
3: right well look we're we're holding you up you've clearly
1: got stuff to do we're obviously keeping you from probably seven <laughs> or or 12 things that you've got to check off your list before you get your 20 minutes of sleep tonight man we Bam. really appreciate you coming on tanner <laughs> masters atomic fizz again an atomic fizz.com and check them out all over social media and the YouTube man we really appreciate you coming on talking to us about the soda yeah man I appreciate you guys inviting me man that was fun huh I mean so many I feel like we could
2: uh, that's kind of inspiring in the sense of like here's some kids and I say kids because we're old fogies get off our lawn right but here's some here's some guys some young men with ambition and they're just going after it you know what I mean like that's very inspiring to see a group of guys kind of lock arms together, figuratively, lock arms together and say, we're going to accomplish a goal. And man, they're getting bottled up on the independent square, which the independent square has a ton of foot traffic. And we're coming up on black Friday. So, you know, all of those places are going to get even more foot traffic. And then, you know, it's been around for a year and a half. They already have fans making them uh, sodas. And now they're going to try to work on getting nationally distributed. I mean, it's really awesome to see a local, in every sense of the word, local business, making strides every day.
1: What and I mean they're just really they're just they're making dreams come true over there. They're just they're fitting all of this into their schedule nonetheless like all the great stuff they've done the product they've created is just a part of all of their individual schedules that they're co-aligning i think it's just an amazing story uh and so get your hands on some of it out there i think if you're listening man go find some of that soda and drink it up man and uh just could you i mean we've started a podcast and that's been rough you think we could start a business i mean yeah hey look i mean if we have the drive
2: and ambition and determination as these guys do, I think, yeah, you know, anyone can do anything. And that's that. These are the type of stories that, you know, when we talk about coming up is uh, what, what is it? Small business Monday where you buy from, you know, Mm -hmm. local businesses, things like that. Like this is the reason why is because it supports people like this. And, And it's really impressive to just see a grind and it paying off. And so I can be more proud of, Saying atomic fizz is locally made and locally distributed, and so
1: it's just really great to see. And them. by some hard work and uh, good people, even so. Uh, and check a kid them from out.
2: Central Missouri, a right. kid going to Central Missouri for Christ's sake. Right. We don't really make it, you know what I mean? Good right. for us. That's <laughs> a success go. story.
1: There you go. So yeah, yeah, check him out, and also check out uh, the Royal Chief, whose music you hear playing. Uh, underneath our voices here on our way out, because we got to go take a break. We're going to go uh, do some stuff, but we'll come back and we're going to talk about what our favorite things of the week were and then tell you what's happening uh, this weekend and the upcoming week around the city when we come back to uh, Tim and Tom.
2: 8.7% of Facebook users are fake. <laughs> They want to shoot
1: me down. down. Oh, we think he better than us. They going to shoot me down. down. Said he's so fly. They going to shoot me down. down. They'll be posted outside just to shoot me down. Don't say nothing to police. They shoot me
0: Tim and Tom.
2: We got a lot to cover. Okay. Uh, Because we've got two weekends that I'm going to cover with this weekend's events. First off, mm-hmm. uh Thanksgiving is happening. Happened. However, that is going on because Thanksgiving is a weird time when families try to get together. So, first do that and experience the pleasures of hanging out with your family if you are able to. So, that's the first thing I'm going to tell you to do. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. Do that.
2: Family and friends because friends can be family as well. Yes. But here's some other events if you're wanting to get out on town that I would recommend. First off, November 25th, Saturday night at 7 p.m., the Kansas City Scottish
1: Rite Temple? Yep, Scottish Rite Temple, yep.
2: I never feel comfortable calling it a temple. But anyhow, so let's go again. On November 25th, Saturday at 7 p.m., the Kansas City Scottish Rite Temple, temple, temple. We have the return to Kansas City of the NWL. It's going to be Dak Draper Appreciation Night. Who is Dak Draper, you ask? Well, Mm. great question. He is their heavyweight champion, and they are going to appreciate him in a storyline where he has betrayed the owner and helped the evil Mm. Jackson administration. Uh, So what will happen on a night when anything can happen? The NWL, Kansas City, Scottish Rite, Temple, saturday night 7 p.m
1: was that pretty cool it, it was it was pretty cool and, and, and nwl is fun if, if you're a wrestling fan especially and even if you're not and you just like live performance theater uh you, you'll love an nwl wrestling show i mean and they're family friendly uh it's yep. it's 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 great we're good friends with some uh many of those uh, wrestlers and people who work for that company and they're great and you should go check them out for sure
2: they are great definitely check them out and for longtime listeners of Tim and I remember it's not a sport second event we have going on also <laughs> oh, on a Saturday night yeah, November 25th uh-huh. at the Truman in Kansas City Missouri one of my favorite alternative bands it's Joy Wave mm-hmm. play some Joy Wave for me so yeah they're going to be at the truman in kansas city missouri uh they're going to be playing alongside the aces maybird and hembury so check that out mm-hmm. uh joy wave has so many good songs this is called destruction i really like that one they also have it's a trip um they have some other ones putting out some great music for guys uh, rocking and rolling, don't bore us. Get to the chorus and play the your socks off, baby. Woo!
1: I don't. Uh, I've never heard of this group.
2: Oh, I like them. They're good.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm. gonna listen now. Yeah, you definitely should Thanks. check
2: them out on all your uh, listening platforms, Pandora, Spotify, etc., etc. Thanks right, for that now suggestion. Let's get to the third event. You ready for this third event? I am. Now, it's an easy one, and it's a notable one. But we got to support them because, man, they are fumbling after a meteoric rise. It is the Kansas City Chiefs. They will be in town Sunday, November 26th. Playing the Buffalo Bills, who are also going through their own turmoil uh, after benching their starting quarterback, having the backup quarterback throw more interceptions in one half than the previous quarterback had all year, and now are starting that quarterback against a Chiefs defense who can't stop anyone. Literally, Tim and I, I believe, could put up 17 points now, With six fat guys from a deli now, against this Kansas City
1: Chiefs defense. Now the Chiefs' defense held the New York Giants to nine points in regulation, but oh, you mean the one win uh, yeah, New York Giants? They, yeah, they they were aided by the New York Giants, but man, I just I, the Chiefs. Uh, look, there there are countless injuries. We are we do kind of fail to talk about uh, starting safety out starting uh two and three wide receiver out. Uh you know what I mean like uh, the the well, two yeah, of your offensive linemen were out. Right. Well yeah. sure, but I mean they were the major their, they were major the impact players. Four,
2: right, but the Giants have their four starting wide receivers yeah. all injured for the rest yeah. of
1: the season. Oh, of course, but that's why they're 1 and 8, but that's why we maybe shouldn't be surprised when the Chiefs have lost more than they won in recent weeks.
2: I don't know. Give me that stat about their play calling last Sunday.
1: It, there was – so it was 50-mile-an-hour wins, right? And, and you could see it whenever they'd throw a pass. Uh, Alex Smith's pass would just be – they'd be nice, and then all of a sudden it would just drop, right? And it was just – wind was just killing everything. And the, he passed, I think, more than 40 attempts, and Kareem Hunt ran the ball 18 times.
2: Totally makes sense. Wind is not a factor. Totally All right, makes but sense. again, at noon, yeah. support Marcan City Chiefs as they take on and host the Buffalo Bills at Arrowhead uh, Stadium, boy. Do
1: it. Let's get a win. Make All it a right. win.
2: Now, let's go on to a great benefit, mm-hmm. and this is called the Winter Rescue Bash. It's December 2nd at the Stockyards Brewery. It's from 530 to 9. Now, This is going to be a great, fantastic event uh, coinciding with Unleashed and Great Plains uh, SPCA. Excuse me. Uh, It says, and I quote, you're invited to the Winter Rescue Bash, New Friends Photography and... Video, along with Beer Paws, have teamed up with Stockyards Brewery to host our third annual fundraiser raffle party for the Great Plains SPCA and Unleashed Pet Rescue and Adoption. Stockyards will have special bottled beer releases and portions of proceeds from its sales will go back to the organization's.
1: Pretty awesome, right? I I like this a lot. This is fun. There
2: will also be a large raffle for gift baskets loaded with tons of awesome prizes just in time for the holidays. And they will have a small silent auction for our custom-labeled Clear 10 Vodka Bottles featuring pictures of pets from both shelters and our popular logoed iPaw KC shirts are back this year in Kansas City soccer style Woo! look at that you get an iPaw KC shirt in a soccer style again all proceeds from the raffle silent auction and t-shirt sales will will be donated to the Great Plains SPCA and Unleashed Pet Rescue
1: man they're doing great things over there
2: yes so go support dogs they're the best they're way better than people don't give your money to people give them to dogs
1: Right? Right. No. Uh,
2: Support anybody that you feel the need to support. But what I'm saying is dogs are great. Cuddle them, love them, adopt them, don't shop, adopt, and help out at the Winter Rescue Bash December 2nd at Stockyards Brewery, 530 to 9. Uh, If you don't know Stockyards Brewing address, I'll give it to you right here real quick. 1600 Genesee Street, Kansas City, Missouri, 64102. All right, now let's get into what I love. Okay. You know what my favorite sport is? Uh, UFC. <laughs> Badminton. No, I'm kidding. Right. It is yeah. Yeah. mixed martial arts, mixed not martial UFC. Arts. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Dumb, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: December 2nd, Kansas City Fighting Alliance presents KCFA 26. Now, co-main event, stepping in on 10 days' notice. And we mentioned... On November 25th, the NWL will be in town at the Kansas Kansas City Scottish Rite Temple. I say that because fighting on December 2nd is Anthony Shark Begateras, who will also be wrestling November 25th. For the NWL. So, November 25th, you can see him tag with Jet Royal in a great tag team competition in pro wrestling performance art, the greatest performance art in the history of the world. And then the following weekend, on December 2nd, you can see this young man pursue his dreams as a mixed martial artist in the co main event, stepping in on 10 days' notice to fight at KCFA 26. Also, Trey Ogden will be in the main event. He is one of the best. Young professionals in the game right now. Uh, sky is the limit for both of these guys. It's at the Truman Memorial Building, four sixteen West Maple Street, Independence, Missouri. Again, that's Saturday, December second. Doors open at six. First fight is at seven p.m. Woo, woo! It's gonna be great.
1: I love that man, uh, Anthony Shark Baguetteer is putting in that work.
2: I tell you what, pursuing two dreams at the same time. We talked to at the Thomas same damn time. Uh, all right, but we talked to a. Uh, 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 Tanner from Atomic Fizz going to school and pursuing a business in the soda industry. And now we got mm-hmm. Anthony Sharkbait mm-hmm. uh a professional wrestler and a professional fighter pursuing his dreams. It is inspiring. We have some great people in this city called Kansas City. Ooh. And it is just awe inspiring. So get off your butt and do something.
1: Yeah, do something. What's all
2: these other people doing them.
1: Yeah, yeah. They've got to do all these things because you're not out there helping them do the stuff. Go do the stuff.
2: Great, isn't it great though? Look at all these awesome people yeah. in the city. Isn't yeah. that the greatest thing about this podcast that we're discovering? Yeah, discovering it's the people. people like Tanner, discovering people like Shark. discovering people at the National World War One Museum, discovering mm-hmm. people at Donutology. This mm-hmm. is a great damn town. The Royal Chief, proud. I am proud to be here. Yeah, Royal yep. Chief, we got we got so many great things going on. All these amazing events, all these amazing people. Get out of your house and go experience this city. Woo!
0: Tim and Tom.
2: My favorite thing of the week uh-huh. is a dunk in a Lakers game from uh November 21st. Yeah. Do you have that audio? For
1: us? I do. Let me uh, make sure we're turned up. Uh and so this is Stacy King, right? Uh on He's- the call. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Stacy King. I was right.
2: saying like easily it is right. a yeah. great dunk. All right. So
1: here we go. I didn't clarify that. <laughs> right. That Blake, oh, does anybody know how to post videos to Facebook? That
2: <laughs> so let me explain to you why I thought this was the best thing uh-huh. of the week. First off, how excited and ancient do you sound in one soundbite? You're, right. you're so excited that this dunk happened in a uh-huh. game that you're calling, and then you don't know how
1: to post this yeah. to Facebook. <laughs> Well, what what else would uh, in that vein if you're if you're a basketball announcer and uh somebody's going up for an amazing dunk, what are you going to yell out at that point?
2: Like another thing like that? Mhm. I would say, "Who has the controller for the following?"
1: Right, right. yeah. Oh, can I snapstagram this? <laughs> why are <laughs> why are my feet still cold? Yeah, yeah. yeah just old guy stuff like uh <laughs> Who touched the thermostat?
2: (laughs) Why is there a cat in our front lawn?
0: Tim and Tom.
1: My favorite thing of the week, Tom, we talked about this guy already, uh, is Marshawn Lynch. And and why he's my favorite thing is I saw this on Facebook. They've got those Facebook shows now, and this one was no script or something like that. No script. No filter, I thought, right? Well, this is no script is the one I've got. And Marshawn Lynch is there with a guy who's doing some flipping exhibitions, right? Not like N.W.L.s, not like N.W.L.s. Royal Chiefs, or not uh, the Royal Blood, Jet and Jack's Royal. Uh, they do a lot of flips, flip Royal, flip. Uh, but this guy's here doing some, you know, martial arts flips. And Marshawn Lynch, I don't think he understands who he is there at first, like why he's there. And uh, Marshawn Lynch, the reason we love him so much is he's just one of the most honest. He's, a trues, he's just one of the truest people you'll ever meet. And I mean that by, like, there is nothing about Marshawn Lynch that he is faking or putting up a show as. You know, like, he's not trying to be like, oh, I better, you know, watch my language here or, you know what I mean, make sure I'm standing proper here. There's nothing to him. And that's why giving him a show called No Script is great. And here's just some he's of the authentic. fun. He's authentic. Yeah. Did you see that? Where are you from? New York. They brought you out here from New York? I could have went to go find a dolphin to come and did the same thing you just did. And then another time, this guy's got a, a high paddle, and he's gonna kick it. Just did the sonic boom kick off Street Fighter, bro! <laughs> like, oh, do that again, bro! You could kick a mother like that, for real? <laughs> and the kid's like, well, I mean, I've never Never tried. So then they're going to get Marshawn to, he's like, I'm going to do a backflip, too. Let me see. I don't
0: know. I ain't did one in a long time. Probably like a couple of hours or something. A
1: couple of hours or something. You don't have to Man, I'm grown. Shut your little <laughs> ass down. Boy, I'm your daddy, boy. What's up? Which way are we going? Look at
0: Neil. I'm going to bust my head, Neil.
1: <laughs> if I do, it's on you. I-, I thought he was messing with us the whole time. And then he goes and does a backflip right there with the guy. It's showing up. Perfect and it's form. amazing. Yeah, it was great. Uh, he's super fun. Check those Facebook Watch, I think is what they call that. Uh, you sure. can check out all these short little video shows on there. And Marshawn Lynch is on there. And it's a real fun show. Just check that out. And that's my yes. favorite thing of this week.
0: Tim and Tom.
2: Hey, let's review before we get out of here yep. the events just one more time for you. Real mm-hmm. rapid fire. Okay. Yeah. So, we have on November 25th, NWL at the Kansas City Scottish Rite Temple. Also, November 25th at the Truman in Kansas City, Missouri Joy Wave. Great local band. Then, on November 26th at Arrowhead Stadium, the Buffalo Bills will be playing against our Kansas City Chiefs. Then, on December 2nd, we have the Winter Rescue Bash benefiting Kansas City Homeless Pets at the Stockyards Brewing Company. That is uh, from 530 to 9. And then, on december 2nd we also have kcfa 26 presented by mccarthy auto group that is at the truman memorial building in independence missouri
1: Ooh, a lot of stuff to go out and do and of course if you get into anything else crazy we're at tim and tom kc on the uh, twitter instagram facebook let us know where you've been tell us what fun stuff we should be exploring as well and we're going to get out of here fizz. drink some atomic fizz and listen to some royal chief and we're out of here we'll see you next week on tim and tom
2: Fun fact, China has treatment camps for internet
3: addicts.
2: Tim and Tom.